we are here with Michael McMenus, candidate for the R7 school board. Michael, how are you this evening? Doing just great. Good. We're giving, there's the, there's our giveaway of when we're doing this. And it's actually an evening one this time. So um, we're going to just start with the easiest question you're going to mm-hmm. get. Um, yeah. I thought I got the easy one. <laughs> All right, you asked the easy one. Right, okay, here you go. Actually, this is the hard one, isn't it? What? <laughs> this is the hard one. No, question. this is the easy one. Oh, okay. Why are you running for school board? Well, I have... Uh, I had two older children go through the district. I have a 14-year-old daughter who's a freshman at West in the district. I've always been interested in education. I've been interested in our district. I think I bring a a little bit of an outsider view to the school board. I didn't grow up in Lee Summit. I didn't go to CMSU. So uh, it'll be a little bit different perspective. I, I work for an engineering firm. All right. So what about um, your engineering brings that kind of – what what about the engineering work maybe that brings some of that different perspective to you? Well, especially on the financial side, we know how to run a budget. Uh, we've got to start building schools. I know how to read plans, how to read uh, foundations, uh, designing schools, that kind of thing that I can bring to the table. Uh, project management and discipline of a project manager. Uh Working with uh, large groups of people and small groups and changing groups all the time. Well, you mentioned facilities there and buildings, uh-huh. and your and your your background as an engineer can, engineer can help that. So that brings me right into right now we are going through a process the the facilities master plan process. Uh-huh. Are you going to screw up the acronym? No, I avoided the acronym <laughs> just so I wouldn't mess yeah. it up this time. All right, CFMP. Very good. There we go. One of the things they're talking about, though, is is what new facilities they need and how are they going to best utilize the facilities they have. So I'm kind of wondering your perspective on that as you as you look to to things in the future that the school board's going to be dealing with. Well, I think you know at the high school level we'll see a different utilization of the high schools. I'm less concerned about the high school space. We may have a couple of tough years getting them overpacked, but with uh, Summit Tech, using it more, getting more kids into it, more uh, online courses, that may lessen the pressure on those high schools. But the, at the elementary level, uh, you're still, let's say, up to fifth grade. You're going to have a traditional school. You're not going to have a kindergartner take on online classes. They're going to need room in a building somewhere. And of all the buildings that are challenged, it's uh, in the southwest part of the city, uh, Summit Point, Hawthorne Hill, and we've got new subdivisions that are being built out there that are advertising those elementaries as a draw for new housing and new uh, new people moving into the district when there's really no room right now. All right, well we're gonna we're gonna slide over to some other stuff that the that are in process. Uh, just last week um, and recently, the the school board, as it currently exists, approved the equity plan. Um, which, uh, you know, has all kinds of bits uh-huh. and pieces to it. Um, so how do you see the implementation of that going? Since if you're elected, you'll be kind of right in the heart of, of making it happen. Well, how do you see that going? And, and what kind of engagement or what kind of interaction do you think is, is going to be best suited? I think, you know, the equity plan, we, need, we needed to get it in place, a plan, a, a roadmap to go forward. We obviously have a performance gap between uh, minority subgroups and the DESE scores and and the white majority students. Uh, One of the things I think we need to look at is teacher hiring. We have roughly 25% minority in the district and uh, about 4% 
minority teachers. So uh, we need, and we've been wanting to increase that for years, and it hasn't really moved. So something needs to happen there. That conversation in the public realm has been hard. What what is and how do you take how do you see yourself taking on that role as a school board to help further that conversation and explain that part of, of the equity plan? I you know it it's not going to be easy. There's there's no there's no making it easy. It's going to be hard, but we need to get out. I I love the CFMP process with. Uh, bringing parents in and showing them all the choices on the subdivisions. I know some people think it wasn't very transparent, but I was in Olathe and I have friends in Blue Valley and it was far more transparent than they have been in the past. Uh, But I like getting out and talking to the parents, talking to the students, uh, really opening up and offering more than just once a month school board meeting to talk. The other aspect of that, not just communicating and, and being transparent with the mm-hmm. public, is going to be the relationship between you, a school board member, and the superintendent, Dr. Carpenter. How strong a role do you feel the, the, the school board should have in, in correcting or opposing or adjusting the superintendent and the plans that he brings before you? I think we should have input on those plans, but much like a corporate board, uh, you, you set the plan, you set the map, and you give the superintendent, the administration, an opportunity to implement the plan. And you have checks and balances. You have checkups going forward and course corrections and see where there's problems and not, and make observations and, and suggestions on how to change it. But, you know, it's, it's not hands-off, but it's not we're getting in there and we're, we're picking the teachers and we're picking the plans. We get, you got to have the right amount of oversight and the right amount of freedom of the administration. Does that go back to what you were talking about being project manager? Yes. About that kind of taking that, yeah. that role? You is, have, that a, is, that a, is that a good analogy? I think so. You have a net chart. You have, you know, target dates and uh, pro, uh, tasks to get completed. You see where those are. You see, you know, how much you've spent on the task. Is it is it what you projected? Is it more? Is it less? Whether it's person hours, man hours, or, or dollars, or resources, or space. So there's been, I think, some conversation that in the community, or at least some, I think some public, you know, disagreement or tension about how much of... Um, how much input or interaction that there's been in making the plans. Um, so you talk about, you know, once once the school board sets the direction, then we should give license, you should give license to the staff to, to go and, and take care of that. How do you feel like your role in the school board is is engaging with the public in the in the creation and determination of those plans? I think the the critical view, if you want to take it that way, the critical view of the way we have been going is that the staff creates the plan the school board just approves it and then the staff does the plan and there's not a lot of space in that middle for public input. How do you how do you see that and then if you think that there's room for improvement how would you do that? I think much like the CFMP process I would like to open up more meetings. There are meetings like there was the presentation of the plan there was state training there are a lot more open board meetings than just the third Thursday of the month that are people can show up to. Now, you can't speak. You can hear. You can listen. But then you can write your board member. You can write the administration and have opportunities for input. But I would would offer more opportunities, you know, where we can have parents in or, you know, even I'd even personally go out to HOAs or other public groups to present the school board. One thing is 
once the school board votes, we all have to speak with one voice. You can't have, if you were on the losing side, you can't be detrimental. You've got to follow the board norms and have your fight and be honest about it. You fight it. You argue. You get back and forth. You, it's not personal, but it's not easy. You should have uh, various opinions. But once you reach a decision, you, you all have to support that decision. All right, we're going to wrap things up here. And, and so the, this, is the, this is the best question you're going to ever get. I want you to take a couple minutes and tell voters why they should choose you. Well, I believe that I will bring a new insight to the board. I believe you know, I'm out there looking for new ideas for educating our students, supporting our teachers. Another thing I bring to the I uh, would like to push for is a permanent position of a school board member on the planning and zoning committee with 4,000 acres opening up. We need to be out in front and not find out in the on the back end of what's going to be happening. Set aside land for new schools or new spaces uh, and be out there uh, guiding the administration, setting those positions, listening to the parents, taking their input. And be willing to say, you know, sometimes we're going to have to make hard decisions that you're not going to like, but we're doing everything for the students. And that's why, why I believe I'm a good candidate. All right. Well, Michael, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. We really do appreciate it, and we wish you the best of luck as we go forward. Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you.